0: Hello, everyone. This podcast episode is an audio read-through of the article. And why the read-through? Because the bots that do it automatically are terrible. So let's get started. If God is so good, why do children get cancer? Explain it to me, like I'm six years old. This question, if God is good, then why does evil exist, has plagued philosophers for centuries. Stephen Fry, famous actor, comedian, and atheist, frames the question this way. If God is so good, then explain bone cancer in children. On the surface, it seems like a legitimate question. And for those who like to disprove God, it's a favorite line of attack. However, give the subject a bit of dedicated thinking time, and you'll find the answer is quite simple. Like most simple things, though, the answer is easy to articulate, but not to understand. The reason why there is evil in the world is because of free will. Let's unpack that. Explaining it to a six-year-old. If you were to explain that reasoning to a young child, the conversation might go something like this. Well, honey, that's a really good question. God is good and wants good things for you. He gave you your life, a nice place to live, a teddy bear to keep you safe. He's like, Dad... Is dad good to you? Does he want good things for you? Of course he does. But does dad make choices for you? No. He lets you choose on your own. Remember when we made hot chocolate and we told you not to eat the dry cocoa and you ate it anyway? Yeah, it was terrible and yucky. Who decided to eat the pure cocoa? You or dad? Well, you did, of course. What did you learn? Without sugar and milk, cocoa is yucky. Dad could have stopped you from eating the cocoa, but would you have learned anything? No, no you wouldn't. Only tasting it told you it was bitter and gross. God is like Dad in this way. He lets you make your own choices so you can learn and grow. And you want to grow up to be big and strong, right? You can do that by learning to make better and better choices. To begin, free will exists. Quote from the Arantia Book, page 557. The argumentative defense of any proposition is inversely proportional to the truth contained. Many have argued that free will doesn't exist, but so far no one has conclusively demonstrated its absence. The most recent effort is a valiant attempt by Sam Harris in his book, Free Will. It appears that we have free will, We certainly act as if we do. We hold ourselves and each other accountable because at any moment we can freely choose from a huge range of options. Our entire system of morality and justice is founded on the reality of people as free will actors. For all intents and purposes, free will is real and works the way we think it does. So, we have the unlimited power of choice. But possessing this power and making consistent good use of it are two completely different things. When imperfect beings receive the power of choice, and we are most certainly imperfect, it's inevitable that we'll choose badly, even catastrophically. The daily news and history chronically attest to this. Evil results come from us, not God. Sometimes we choose badly on purpose, knowing full well what we're doing is wrong. Murder is a good example. Another is theft. In other cases, though, we end up choosing badly due to ignorance or misunderstanding, not due to intent. But a a good example here is a food allergy, like gluten intolerance. You're allergic to some food, but you don't know it. So you end up eating bad foods for a long time or feeding your children bad food, and it erodes your health. Unaddressed gluten intolerance can and does lead to a host of diseases, including colon cancer. I know, it runs my family. God doesn't interfere with free will. Well, why not? If we're down here bumbling around, jacking things up through all manner of terrible things, why doesn't God step in already? What good can come from us harming ourselves and each other? The short answer is this, if God made our choices for us, we'd never learn. The less short answer is this, what a child thinks is right and good is entirely different from what their parents think. When I was a boy, I insisted on eating peanut butter and cheddar cheese together. I love them both alone. They must be twice as good together. My dad told me not to do it. The old man's a fool, I thought, and I kept insisting. Finally, he relented. If his wisdom couldn't teach me, then experience was going to teach me. P.S. Turns out, I was demented. Immediately after tasting the hideous flavor, I was secretly mad at him for foisting such an experience on me. He knew! He knew and he'd let me do it anyway! What's evil to children is most often character-building to their parents. That same child-parent relationship exists between God and us. He gives us free reign to choose, learn, and choose again. Quote from the Urantia book, page 557. You cannot perceive spiritual truth until you feelingly experience it, and many truths are not felt except in adversity. So, why do children get cancer? Each child has their own unique health story, but a major causative factor in the health or illness of children and adults is dietary choice, pursued over many years. My grandma is a great example. Born in 1927, she was the daughter of an alcoholic mother. Not only did her mother drink during the entire pregnancy, but she smoked too unfiltered camel cigarettes. Today, both are verboten. But back then, the effects of smoking and drinking were, weren't well known, or even known at all. My grandmother didn't have fetal alcohol syndrome that we know of, but she did suffer with breathing issues in childhood and throughout her life, a known result of smoking during pregnancy. Even without any genetic predisposition towards disease, her overall health would have been much better if her mother chose differently in those pregnancy months. Terrible health choices like this can and do impact the health of babies, even before they're born, and set the stage for a host of childhood diseases, including cancer. We make these choices because we have the ability to do so, and for whatever reason, most often ignorance or understanding, we choose poorly. A lot. Children get cancer for the same fundamental reason that wars begin and stock markets crash and people you don't like get elected president. Free will actors make choices that have consequences. And God does not directly intervene one way or the other. What it all means for you. You have the power of agency. While there may be practical limits on your ability to act in the world, in the sovereign realm of your mind, no one can directly interfere with your power of choice. This is the basis of life as you know it. And nobody, not even the infinite creator, can remove or alter this power. The philosophical problem of evil isn't really the problem they think it is. Rather, it's a challenge. Choosing well is a challenge, no question. And our misinformed and mistaken choices often lead us down the dark alleys of life. But even if you find yourself walking through the valley of the shadow of cancer, remember, you are always and forever free to choose again. And with faith, love, and dedication, you and your loved ones may just walk in the sunshine once more. Thanks for listening. Find more podcasts and written articles at therisingmind.substack.com.